Welcome to Conversations with Dr. Walker, a show about personal development and growth. I am your host, Dr. Monique Walker. I help people find their voices, redefine their lives, and live in their purpose on purpose. I enjoy having candid conversations about difficult life matters that others tend to shy away from. My purpose is to bring light to darkness. This series is called Messy Me, and this is episode number one of my podcast, and we're going to cover The Mask. That's the title of the episode, The Mask. Now, when we talk about messy me, I'm talking about me. And when you say the words messy me, you're talking about you. Because ultimately, we are all a mess. We've all come through some type of obstacle, some type of issue from the past, maybe a broken home or maybe a broken heart or maybe loss of someone. But we, ha- we all have a mess going around, going on with us. And sometimes when we're going through things, we are afraid to share it with the world because we feel alone in our mess. But I no longer feel alone in my mess because this is all about messy me. And in being honest and transparent about who I am, I have to acknowledge not only the good, but I have to acknowledge the bad as well. And trust me, I can be messy. I have been messy in the past. And so my job right now is to grow through personal development and to clean my mess up. And when I say the words personal development, I'm referring to the process of assuming full responsibility for everything pertaining to my life and finding ways and resources to become a healthier version, a better version of me every single day. I'll share a little bit about my story and then you'll understand a little bit more. So for a long time, I was wearing a mask. I am actually a survivor of domestic violence. And so many people don't understand the psyche that goes on behind that. I'll give you a little bit of insight into the mind of someone who has been or who is in that situation. For a long time, I wore a facade. You see, I had an internal conflict going on because at home, I was in an abusive situation, but at work, I was saving people's lives. So I created a picture-perfect story and I packaged it with a smile. Now, I know you can't see me, but I have these very deep dimples. So every time I would smile, it's very distracting because you see these deep dimples and most people go, oh, what beautiful dimples. And it was just a great distractor. The, the, the smile was always a great distractor. I would just go along with the fact that my smile will keep people distracted and they will not be able to see what was really going on with me. I was not okay, but I learned to wear a smile. And learning to wear a smile and and coming up with this picture-perfect story of having a husband, a wife, and children at home was killing me. I wasn't even married to the man, and I would call him my husband. That is pretty twisted. What I realized now that I'm out of the situation is that the reason that I wore that facade was because I had a false image of family. In my mind, a family consisted of a husband, a wife, and children. I grew up in a single parent home. I wanted what I did not have. And as a child, I just carried that into adulthood and it translated into domestic violence. 
And I accepted it because that's what I wanted. I wanted that picture perfect family. I wanted to fit in in society for a change. And boy, oh boy, did I find out that I fit in very well indeed because there are many people dealing with abusive partners who are afraid to talk about it. There are very there are many people that will never tell their stories. There are many people that will not live beyond today because they're sitting in a situation as, of such and wearing a mask and a facade and not asking for help. So the question that I had to ask myself in a situation of such is, what was the role that I played in being involved in an unhealthy relationship? And I realized that I did. I played a major role. First and foremost, if I wasn't there, he wouldn't have me to abuse. And once I recognized that, and once I recognized my power of self-control, my power of self-love, then I was able to leave the situation and be healthy elsewhere. It's important for those of you who are still wearing a mask, and it does not have to be related to domestic violence. It could be just related to who you are as a person. You dress up in the morning, you cake makeup all over your face in hopes to hide your emotional pain. Or you gentlemen, you may do the the suit and tie and, and think that no one can see that. And oh, the arrogance, that part too. And you think no one can see through that. Just so you know, it is a mask. And it's okay if you have brokenness behind you. Because once you remove the mask and you start looking at things from a realistic standpoint, you will realize that you're not that different. You're not that different. Hmm. You have to see the role that you're playing. You have to see the part that you're playing in continuing to wear that mask and the damage that it's doing to you. It's compounding the problem. Once I took my mask off, I was actually able to see clearer. So in doing some self-evaluation, I think one of the things that was pivotal for me was finding out the source of my mask. The source of my mask came from a childhood of abuse, keeping secrets, learning to keep secrets, having an adult abuse you over and over and over again, and you had to keep it secret because it made you different. If you told a secret, then everyone will know exactly what happened to you. And you're so different because, um, yeah, you're the only one that that thing happened to. So I learned in childhood how to keep secrets. Later on, it translated into the adult version of me continuing to keep secrets. I was keeping secrets for someone who was being abusive. So then that makes me think, hmm, if the source of my mask came from keeping secrets, then wait a minute, there's more to it than just keeping a secret. Because if I'm holding on to secrets, then I am neglecting myself. So what happened over time was I had failed to develop a true identity of who I was as a person, of where I fit into society, because I was different. I had had experiences that others my age wouldn't have had or didn't have. So I carried that image all throughout life thinking, hmm, I got to I got to hold on to the secret. So when I was supposed to be hitting those major milestones of growth and development and identifying who I was, I was 
holding on to a secret instead. I was filled with self-hate because I knew that I wasn't normal. And don't forget that image of normal that I had in my mind. There was no way that I was going to fit into the societal norm of what family is. So it was easy for me to create it, continue wearing the mask, continue holding on to my secrets and even hiding his secrets too. My self-esteem was so shot. I had such negative self-perception at the time. But I am grateful that I have woken up since and realize that wearing a mask is damaging. So I'm going to ask the question, have you taught your children to keep secrets? Or are you possibly holding on to secrets that may be reinforcing the mask that you're wearing? Just something to think about. So let's get into removing the mask. What I found was in removing the mask, I had to look at myself. I had to stand in front of the mirror. I had to look at myself and take full responsibility for myself, for the role that I had played in that mess, for creating my situation, and then for starting the cleanup process. And the words that I found to be most helpful for me in cleaning up my mess, and you can use it too. That's the whole purpose of this podcast is personal development. I assumed full responsibility for myself and I moved forward in finding out, learning more about who I am, developing that identity that I said I did not have and being accepting of what it is. Personal development is a lifelong process. It's not something that happens overnight. And guess what? It's an amazing process because you get to do self-exploration. You get to learn more about yourself on deeper levels than you can imagine. And not only that, by knowing yourself, you, you know your capacity. Then that's when the magic happens. When you're able to now take in other people and, and their information and their knowledge in the form of reading or maybe listening to a podcast of such. Hmm. Personal development, that's that's where I found my greatest growth. And I, I'm glad that you're on your personal development journey. So one of the things that I found very, very useful on my journey was counseling. I went to a counseling session with my husband and I remember him sharing some of his experiences that he had, uh, he had, he had with me. And as he spoke to the counselor, I sat there and I'm thinking, hmm. Now I'm fine. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm good. And I had my smile on. And then the counselor leaned in and asked me, what's going on with you? Tell me about you. And I started sharing my story with her. And she was able to see through my mask. At this point, I was still donning my mask. And she goes, no, tell me more about you. And as I'm smiling, I'm trying to hold my, keep my anxiety in check. I'm trying to keep my tears in check. I'm trying to create the facade, even though I was telling a very painful story. And she goes, what's really going on with you? And I told her, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to not cry. And she asked me a very important question. Why not? You're telling a painful story. Why don't you want to cry? Hmm. And in that session, once the session was over, she gave me an activity homework to go home with. 
and I did this activity and I'd like to share it with you. It helped me. It helped me tremendously to remove the mask. It helped me to identify the source of my mask and it helped me to remove my mask in order for me to have even this conversation with you today. You would not have caught me alive or dead telling my story to anyone even two, three years ago, you wouldn't, you just, it just wouldn't happen, especially not, not on this level, sharing my story with others, but the mask is off and this is who I am. It is what it is. So the counseling activity that she gave me, I'm going to read it very slowly. It's a statement that I had to write on my bathroom mirror because I love writing on my bathroom mirrors. Love it. To write it on my bathroom mirror, she told me to write it on the mirror that I look in the most frequently and say it three times a day, morning, afternoon, and night. That's what I did. I wrote this statement on my bathroom mirror and I was, you know, kind of like, okay, I guess. But I didn't realize how powerful the statement was and what it was actually doing to me to look myself square in the eyes and say these words. Because a lot of times we look at ourselves, we don't look square in our eyes. We look at our clothes. We look to make sure our hair is right, but we don't look square in our eyes, in our own eyes. So with this activity, I'm going to tell you like she told me, write it on your mirror three times a day, morning, afternoon, and night. Look yourself square in the eyes in front of that mirror and say the statement. I don't have to keep it together. I am all I need to be. I don't have to keep it together. I am all I need to be. And what I found at that time was that I required permission to live out loud and to be who I am. I required someone telling me it's okay to be who you are. So I'm giving you permission to be who you are and to remove your masks. The last thing that I'd like to share is this. I have gone from a self-reliant lifestyle to a God-reliant lifestyle. And what does that look like? God-reliance look like this. It's being able to be comfortable no matter what your situation is. In God-reliance, I don't have the responsibility of holding on to my past, being in my present, and trying to create a future. I have let go. I have let it go completely, the past, because there's nothing I can do about it. The future is to come and I can make plans, but what I have permission to do is live in the present because I know that God is lining everything up for me. God reliance is going to him with my problems and allowing him to do what he needs to do in my life for me and through me. So I'll give you a couple of activities that I do on a daily basis in order to communicate with God. One is journaling. I love writing to him. I love writing my feelings, my thoughts, and it's okay. And even if it's not, even if I'm not writing it to God, I'm writing it to acknowledge what it is that I'm feeling and I'm experiencing. And that's a part of being God-reliant, being honest with who I am as a person and not wearing a mask anymore. The second thing that I do on a daily basis is prayer. It's a conversation. That's all prayer is. It's just a conversation with God. And God knows I'm a chatterbox. So he hears from me all day long. Did you see that? Did you? What? Did that really happen? God, are you paying attention to what's going on around here? I mean, these these are candid conversations that I have with God. (laughs) 
So prayer. And then the, the last thing that I do that is so important is just sit in his presence. Sit in his presence and meditate. I meditate on his word on a daily basis. Even if it's just for a moment, I sit in his presence and take in his energy and I appreciate the fullness of him and what he's doing around me and through me. So with that said, I'm going to give you something to meditate on. And it's actually a promise, which is pretty cool. And it's something to really think about, to just sit in it. And it's Philippians 4.19. It says, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. It didn't say some of your needs. It says all your needs. Hmm. Now that's pretty insightful. So if he's going to meet all my needs, then I don't have to really worry about it. That doesn't mean I'm going to be inactive. That means that I'm not going to worry. I'm going to allow him to meet my needs. And that's moving from self-reliance to God-reliance. Now remember, it's time for us to remove all masks and be okay with who we are and live out loud and enjoy our lives because that's what we're here to do. Being fake is not the answer. Your experiences were given to you for a reason. Your experiences, what you have gone through, happened for a reason. And chances are it's so that you can reach back and help those who are otherwise lost. Chances are it was to pave the way for those who are coming behind you on that same path. Now, what you choose to do with those experiences is what counts. And this is what I'm choosing to do with mine, is to share it with you in hopes that it will bless you and encourage you to remove your mask. Next week, we'll continue the Messy Me series. The topic is The Voices. Connect with me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My handle is at Monique Walker, MD. My website is www.moniquewalkermd.com. There you can find out more about personal development. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll talk with you next week.